Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Big Corner Creative, Donlinger Construction, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Eck Agency, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Mel Hambledon Ford, and by Pepsi. Had a great show last week talking with a couple of our good friends in Billy Murphy and Drew Mouse. But today, we're amping it up even more as spring sports continue to approach. We're going to talk some softball with Andrea Gustafson, the head softball coach of your Newman Jets. And of course, with a big homestand upcoming for the Jets on the basketball court, we're going to talk some hoops as well. We'll always check up with uh, RJ Allen, men's head coach, and Amy Briggs as well, the the women's head coach of the Jets, with their matchups upcoming this weekend. But we're also going to get a great one-on-one chat with freshman forward for the Jets, Jaden McMillan. She has been phenomenal in her freshman season for the Jet ladies and has held handled things so well as a young player. She's, uh, you know, going through the growing pains of stepping up from high school into college, and she's taking things in stride. Back-to-back games now, she's set a career high in scoring and has been helping the Jets' offense to progress over the course of this first year under Coach Briggs. So, great interview with her to discuss what that has been like for her and how she's kind of grown into the player that she is. It's a great, great interview with Jaden McMillan, so we can look forward to that here coming up a little bit later on in the JetCast. But as we so often do, we're going to start things off today with our schedule update, looking at the upcoming events in Newman Jets Athletics. And if you're listening to this episode number 109 in the JetCast, then it's coming out on Wednesday, January 24th. That means that the upcoming weekend in Jets Athletics is a busy one, and it starts actually Thursday night as the Jets wrestling program will play host to the Fort Hayes State Tigers at 7 o'clock in Fugate Gymnasium. That'll be a big-time duel in the MIAA in that uh, couple of really solid wrestling programs taking over Fugate Gym on Thursday night. Again, that action will begin at 7 o'clock as the Jets wrestling team hosts Fort Hayes State. Then on Saturday, it is a busy day of Jet Athletics starting bright and early at 9 a.m. The wrestling team will be on the road at Northeastern Oklahoma in Miami 
Oklahoma for the NEO Open. So that tournament will begin at 9 a.m. on Saturday on the road. But back in Fugate Gym, it will be all basketball all the time as the Jets will host the Central Oklahoma Broncos. The ladies will start at 1.30 with the men to follow at 3.30. And that is a big-time matchup. The ladies looking to snap a losing skid and get their first home conference win of the season, while the Jet men looking to snap a losing skid as well, and they'll have to do it against a team that has at one point this year been ranked within the top 10 of the national rankings in Division Two. So big-time test coming to Fugate Gymnasium again on Saturday as the Jets host Central Oklahoma at 1.30 and 3.30. And then coming up, on Sunday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the Jet Wrestling team, who uh, will have a very busy week as part of this, will head up to Nebraska Kearney and take on the Lopers in a wrestling duel as well. So a busy, busy week in Jets athletics, and we're looking forward to it. It's been about two weeks now since the Jets basketball team has been back at home, and we're looking forward to, to previewing all of that with you today. Uh, but we're going to begin with our women's basketball team, and, and we'll catch up with head coach Amy Briggs to start on our show and then following that we'll visit with freshman forward Jaden McMillan so stick with us coming up right after this break we'll talk some Jet women's basketball here on episode 109 of the JetCast. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi you'll hear the sounds of hope health and strength because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Welcome back, Jackson Schneider, joined over the phone now by the head women's basketball coach of your Newman Jets, Coach Amy Briggs. Coach, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I am doing well myself. It's been, as it always is when you guys go on your road trips and I get left at home, mm-hmm. I get a little bit bored, but I'm looking yeah. forward to this weekend. Plenty of basketball starting on Saturday and a whole bunch of home games coming up here. So looking forward to that. But before we talk about that, Coach, let's talk about this weekend. A tough road swing against two really talented teams in Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western. What are the big takeaways for you from that road trip? Yeah, I mean, they're both really, really good teams. Um, they've had a system for a while and have players that are really good in what they do. So um, it was good to be able for us to kind of see another really good team and how, how they function and, and how they move. Um, you know, we made a few strides throughout the game individually, just on little things here and there. So, you know, once in a while you see something click and you're like, okay, they got it. So um, we saw a lot of that, you know, the past, past two games and, uh, glad we're back at home now. We were a little sick as a unit last week, um, too. So it's just nice to be home, recovered, have some practice here as well. And you get a, a nice little extended break. No midweek game this week, so you have that extra day or so that you would have normally spent preparing for another opponent to mm-hmm. focus internally on practice and getting healthier. So I'm sure that's been nice. But how have you attacked this this longer layoff between weekend games? Yeah, it's been good. If, um, you know, Monday, Tuesday, um, we just did a lot of skill work stuff, uh, continuing to work on our shooting, ball handling, and passing. I think that's really, really big. Um, you know, not 
spending a whole whole lot of time, but also um, doing what we need to do and watching a little film here and there as well to get some mental reps and kind of see some of the things that we're doing well and some of the things we need to continue to improve on. Um, you know, we just finished our practice here today on Wednesday, and it, it was a, it was a good one, a little bit um, more five on five, but. Um, I think the biggest thing is just having more practice time and not being so worried about the next opponent, just really focusing on ourselves for a couple of days. And then now we can kind of focus in on our opponent. On on those internal focuses, when you're when you're kind of doing that that reevaluation, when you have a little time to do so and and reassess things, what exactly are are you looking at specifically with this group of yours? Yeah, um, individually, just some places where, um, you know, we can get some shots, some places where we need to continue to attack, um, places where we're still making certain reads. So showing them, okay, this person's open on this play, or when they step here, this person's open. And so them being able to see it and then us able to work on it, I think both of those things that go together, hopefully we'll kind of see that. Um, this next, you know, month and a half of games we have left of stuff starting to click and us starting to see stuff after just so much mental and um, physical reps that we've continued to do. Now, looking ahead, you have this home matchup with Central Oklahoma on Saturday and then two more home matchups as well to follow that next week. So it's the longest home stretch of the season here, at least in terms of conference play. So how do you take advantage as a team of the comfortable setting, not having to go out on the road with the long bus trips and everything and you know all, all of that, the good things that come from playing in your own gym? How do you make sure this group gets the most out of this opportunity? Yeah, I mean, we're we're excited, obviously, to be back at home. And uh, one of the players mentioned to me today, she's like, man, I just shoot way better in our gym. I was like, okay, great. So um, there's just some internal confidence there. And um, we shoot a lot. Uh, well, we'll shoot a lot at practices, too. And so the comfortability with, with the gym and just the core, it definitely kind of makes a little bit of a difference. Uh, whether it, they really, really think so or not, it definitely does, um, and it kind of gets in their head a little bit. So they're kind of excited about that. And just to, to be at home, I mean, we haven't had students back quite yet too much, and so that will be fun just for their friends to, to kind of get back and see them play as well. Awesome. Well, we we get uh, just a, a little sneak peek to our listeners here. We get an interview with Jaden McMillan coming up a little bit later on here in the JetCast, but I wanted to pick your brain about her because we've talked at length about her and, and some of these other talented young players on your team, but individually, you know, what makes Jaden McMillan special and, and how has she been able to be a big leader for this team on the court lately? Yeah, she's, she's super coachable, um, and, you know, when we tell her something, she can translate it to the court really well, whether that's in the game or just going into a game. Um, she can score from really all three levels and has really gotten, you know, confident in those levels as well, and has she's been shooting the three very well, um, and that was a struggle kind of at the beginning just to get her, her legs underneath her, and so... Now she's kind of gotten used to the physicality of scoring inside. She's had a lot more and ones recently, and she's a really, really good free throw shooter. So 
he's been able to get to the free throw line and not just get to the free throw line, but get the score and get the, the free throw on top of that. So she's just really kind of expanded her game and um, has really learned kind of where her spots are within kind of what we do and just um, every game just kind of being in that attack mode from the beginning. It's just really, really nice to have. And she, you know, being a freshman, the growth that you go through in that first year, it, it it can be big, you know, from day one to the end of the season because you start to get more comfortable with the speed and the physicality of the game. But for her, I felt like the, the learning curve has been especially quick. Even if you add in, you know, she, she had an injury that she dealt with in the preseason and leading up to the start of the year. Plus here, not long ago, she had been sick. And so she's been handed some, some tough obstacles, but all things considered, she's taken that in stride and still grown leaps and bounds from where she was at early on in the year. But coach, what has led to that from her? Well, I think um, she has great parents um, and, you know, they've really raised her really well and, um, her dad's a coach too. And so she kind of understands that. And, you know, um, so she's had a great upbringing there and just, she's just a very kind of calm and confident person. Um, you know, she doesn't always show a ton of emotion. She stays very level headed and that's really good. Um, she's been getting a little bit more, uh, fiery on her and ones, which, which is nice. Um, but she just has a good, good head about her. Um, and, you know, with her teammates continuing to instill that confidence and, you know, us continuing to tell her, hey, shoot the ball, you miss, continue to shoot. Because statistically, you're going to start making them because you're that good of a shooter. So um, I think it's just a combination of a lot of things. But her personally, she's just done really well uh, being able to adjust. And it's not easy going against who she goes against. Um, She's gone against a lot of really talented four players in the conference, which is probably the most talented spot. And she's taken every challenge that we've kind of given her. And I think the biggest thing, not just scoring, but she's really stepped up defensively um, and rebounding as well. She has some rebounding goals that she wants to get. And, you know, I'll call it now to you because I called it last time. I feel a Jaden <laughs> double-double for sure coming here soon. Um, so I'm excited for her just to see that happen. Well, that would be a big one. She's set back-to-back career highs in scoring but she's yet to get over that nine point mark or nine rebound mark I should say in that stat so if we can get her in double figures rebound wise too that'd be big especially considering you know when I asked her what the biggest key was to getting a win this weekend she she didn't even hesitate she said it had to be the rebounding (laughs) and so to hear that exactly from her you know that's a good sign but coach looking at that challenge that she was speaking of in central Oklahoma. I know you've gotten to take a peek at some of the film and preview that action for yeah. Saturday. What stands out to you about UCO and what they do? They are super athletic. Um, they drive the ball really, really hard and get paint touches, um, play super hard, super scrappy. And that's where it comes to us being first to the ball, whether that's offensively and defensively of, of rebounding and, and limiting them to one shot, which, you know, obviously she talked about rebounding. And obviously that's a big thing we always want to be able to do is if they take a shot, we want to be able to clean that up and not give them another chance. So, um, you know, defensively just really packing the pain and um, being in our spots, contesting shots, and then finishing with the rebound, that can go into our offensive side. But 
I think the biggest thing is just de- defending. And then obviously offensively, we need to really value the ball. They're going to pressure us and we've gotten a lot better with that. Um, and so we're kind of excited for that, that challenge coming up. Yeah, the the turnover situation has been one that has gone kind of through some ups and downs, but over the course of the season, it's gotten a lot better. And I know that comes with experience considering the, the youth of your team. But when you look at the opposing defenses and the things that they try to do to force those turnovers in those tough situations, how do you coach through that in, in terms of valuing the possession and, and trying to limit that number? Yeah, um, some of it's been some some film work to kind of see and then just continuing to rep out the passes within what we do, shortening some of our passes. And I think we've gotten a lot better with a a younger group of understanding, you know, you just can't stand there. You have to, you know, get open, uh, you know, if you're overplayed, back cut, and just continuing to get comfortable making reads and just playing basketball. So, that's how I was glad this week we've kind of had some time to work on a few things and um, it's definitely gotten a lot better, not to where we want it to be, but, you know, I think individually every person um, is ready for that challenge and they, they understand that, um, you know, we want to make sure we have a good possession and get a high quality shot. Awesome. Well, coach, before I let you go, as always got to know the the biggest keys to a victory and with central Oklahoma coming and we've talked about the rebounding and the turnovers what's outside of that what's maybe the biggest factor we have to focus on heading into Saturday uh, we have to make sure we limit our fouls especially around the rim uh, not bailing out their guards or post players and giving them free points from the free throw line that's going to be really big staying disciplined within our defense and then you know, we're at home, so we want to make sure we defend our home court. We want to get a conference um, home win. That's really important for us, and I, we're excited. You know, we're playing for something, and, you know, they're ahead of us in the standings by a spot, and so that's something that we're really look, we're looking for. So just having that competitive uh, spirit that, hey, we're, we want to win this. This is our home court um, sort of vibe, and I think – if we have that with our energy, that'll really help us. All right. Well, Coach Amy Briggs, thank you so much for the time, as always. Look forward to Saturday against Central Oklahoma and uh, the couple of games following that. It's nice to have you guys back at home. Yeah, it's going to be nice. I'll see you then. Thank you. Absolutely. Amy Briggs, head coach of your Newman Jets. We'll take a quick time out and be back with more right after this here on the Newman Jet Audio Network. Hey boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. I'm Jackson Schneider. Pleased to be joined now by the freshman guard forward. I don't even really know position-wise, Jaden, if you have one. What what should we call you? <laughs> Jaden McMillan joins us. Jaden, are you a, a guard, a forward, or can you do just a little bit of everything? I mean, I can play wherever I need to play, but I would say a forward. 
I, I think that fits you well. I just never know how to describe it anymore because you guys all play all over the place. And, and especially for you, you've done such great work in the post, but your three-point shot has come along as well, so you're able to kind of stretch things out. Let's let's talk about that, the growth of your game okay. in your freshman year. How have you developed as a player and, and rounded into the, the player that we've seen here, especially over the last couple weeks? Um, I would say just working on being able to score from all three levels. You know, like you said, it really stretches out your game and it makes you more versatile. If you can finish inside, you can get to your mid-range, you can shoot three. So it just makes it harder to guard and less predictable. Now, I know, you know, being a freshman and jumping up to the college ranks is, is no easy task, but it seems like here, especially like we mentioned over the last couple of weeks, you've really hit a nice stride and have been leading the team in scoring, and you've had back-to-back career-high efforts in scoring over the last few weeks. So what has gone into developing in, in that side of things and kind of just, I don't know, taking that next step as, as a freshman player on this roster? Um, yeah, um, I've been feeling pretty confident lately. Um, my shots have been falling. I've been able to get to the free throw line, been able to hit my free throws. Um, you know, just getting more confident in the offense that we run and the things we do just really helps me be able to score and um, create things for myself. And I know it can't be easy because I know you, you dealt with an illness in between this stretch, too. You start getting confident right. and you're playing great basketball, but then you get sick. How has that kind of impacted things, and how were you able to bounce back once you kind of rested up and got back on the floor? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it was definitely a challenge for sure. It was frustrating being, um, missing two games and, you know, just um, – scared that I was going to lose the strides that I've been making. But, um, you know, I just had my team with me, and I had um, supporting uh, teammates and coaches that just helped me uh, keep my confidence and just tell me to keep playing, keep shooting how I have been, and I was able to bounce back well. So, Awesome. Well, it's been fun to watch you grow, and I know you've got so much more ahead of you with still a lot of basketball left this season, but with you being so young, the, the sky is truly the limit, and I feel confident in saying that. But I, I wanted to ask you about this group because I know maybe this year at times it's been a little frustrating because you were all kind of so young and you're learning on the fly and growing with every mm-hmm. single game. How have you as a team and this group together handled those challenges, and how do you feel like it's made you better over the course of this year? Yeah, um, like you said, we are really young. We have had a lot of challenges, um, but I feel like these challenges, they're really good. You know, we're just going to be a year older next year. Um, we're going to have all these challenges, like, um, in our belt for next year, and we know how to handle adversity, how to handle um, – good teams and so I feel like these challenges have been really good for us this year just being able to grow from them awesome well Jaden also want to get to know you as as a person beyond the basketball court so let's talk a little bit about you and where you come from being a native of College Station Texas how did you end up from College Station to Wichita and playing at Newman um well fun fact uh Wichita is uh where I used to live I'm actually very from Wichita, very beginning. Awesome. Um, you know, so I have a lot of family down here, um, have those family connections, and that's kind of what drew me back here to Newman, um, being so close to family and friends that I used to grow up with. Awesome. Well, that's really cool. Is that, that 
help uh, when you've got family so close that they can come and watch every game? Is that that a big part of it? Because I know I hear some some fan yeah. turnout for you every time you're scoring. Yeah, I have some fans at every single game, so it's been good. It's been fun. Awesome. Well, uh, academically, do you know what you're majoring in just yet, or have you still kind of tried to figure that out? Um, leaning towards biology, still trying to figure it out, but um, that's what I'm in right now, um, trying to be a physical therapist, so headed down that path. Awesome. Well, that's really cool. What What interests you about that field? Um, you know, I've had some injuries in my career, um, been to physical therapy several times. So, um, I just think it's cool how, you know, they can help athletes get back to, to playing. So I always thought I'd want to do that for other athletes. So that's awesome. And I know injuries are hard and for, for you, especially as a young athlete to have dealt with that, you know, it can be frustrating and, and difficult, but you learn a lot, right, about through the process yeah. and about yourself and, and about being resilient and bouncing back. What is maybe something you learned through a process of maybe an injury early on in your athletic career? Um, yeah, I would definitely say it teaches you, you know, how to be a good teammate. Um, yeah, just being resilient, being able to bounce back. Um, it also it helps perspective-wise, you know, just watching the game from a different perspective. Um, getting to see what it's like, you know, on the sidelines, what people see, and it helps you adjust your games. So um, I feel like, I, I mean, injuries are never good, but I mean, they have some, some benefits to them that you can see the game from a different perspective. Absolutely. Again, we're joined over the phone by Newman freshman Jaden McMillan. Jaden, uh, let, let's talk about your team a little bit. Who's maybe the funniest teammates you have and why? Funniest, um, you know, I like my point guard, Danny Williams. He's pretty funny. Um, you know, she just brings the energy every single day. You know, there's never a time when she's not, you know, joking around. She likes to scare me a lot. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. But, you know, she's funny. So That's awesome. We got to talk with, with Danny in one of our last JetCasts, and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Very, very loud and fun personality, and you got to have those yeah. to have some fun on the sides uh, of all the basketball sure. action and everything. Now, who's maybe the the veteran on this team that you've leaned on the most in, in learning, you know, what it takes to succeed in college basketball? Um, I would say Amaya Dosi. Um, you know, she's our one of our seniors. Um, she plays my position. Um, so I've gotten to learn a lot from her, just seeing how she plays. You know, she's played a lot more college basketball than I have, so it's been good to be able to um, talk with her and, you know, just be able to play the same position as her and learn from her. Awesome. Well, Jaden, I've had so much fun getting to know you, and I know our fans are enjoying this as well. But before we let you go, I have to know, you know, with so much basketball still to be played, you know, about a month and a half left of the season. What's the big goal for you in terms of getting better and making sure this team is on the right track heading down the final stretch? Um, you know, I just want to keep doing what we're doing. I want to uh, hopefully win a few more games. Um, ultimately, just, just grow and just get better. Um, you know, that's what it's really all about. And I just want to get closer as a team, you know, um, and just make, make some memories. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Great. I, I'm looking forward to it as well, especially starting on Saturday. Big matchup with Central Oklahoma. If you could give me one quick thing, the biggest key for your team to be successful on Saturday is what? Rebounding. 
I like it. I would it. say, uh, yeah, offensive, <laughs> defensive rebounding, just overall rebounding. You sound like coach. I can tell you've been paying attention in those film <laughs> sessions. Awesome. Yeah, Jayden, I do. Thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciate getting to know you, and best of luck the rest of the season. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Freshman forward for the Newman Jets women's basketball team, Jaden McMillan. We'll take a quick time out here and be back on the JetCast right after this. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Facebook. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneier, pleased to be joined now over the phone by Newman Jets softball head coach Andrea Gustafson. Coach, uh, thank you so much for making the time to speak with us today. We've been anxiously awaiting the start of the spring sports season. Yes, for sure, for sure. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's it's just around the corner. You guys will get your season rolling on February 2nd and 3rd, taking on East Central in a four-game set. But before we talk about that, you know, you've got a little time yet to, to prepare, and I know you guys have been hard at work over the last several weeks in preparation for the start of the season, but we have to talk about the weather because it has not been what I would call softball-friendly here in in Wichita over the last couple of weeks. How have you and the team pivoted or or handled that adversity and making sure that you're still going to be ready to go come opening day? Um, You know, we started practicing on January 10th. Um, We have not been outside yet, so that's that's a little hard. You know, it gets kind of old going inside and practicing at an indoor facility every single day. Um, but I just try to remind the girls every day that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, it looks like the forecast is going to get slightly better here in the next few days and going into next week. Um, but we've been inside. We've been getting a lot of cuts in. Um, we've been doing as much live stuff as possible, um, you know, as much as you can do on a turf field indoors. Um, but the girls have been getting a lot of ground balls. They've come to practice every single day, ready to work hard. So we're doing what we can. Um, you know, hopefully one of these days we can get outside though, because that's what we need to be doing. Now, what what are maybe the the main obstacles that you face practicing inside versus being outside like you, you want to be? What what does that maybe hold you back from when you're limited to to being in an indoor facility? Well, uh, the indoor facility, like I said, we're able to do a scrimmage, um, but the field itself, the playing field, is a lot smaller than a regular field would be. So, you know, our outfielders are moved in. Um, So, you know, there's plays being made that you wouldn't necessarily get on a regular size field. Also, there's netting up above. So, you know, we say if it hits the netting above the field on the infield, it's an out. Um, Depending on where it hits in the outfield, um, above the netting we kind of just determined that so you know it's it's not truly realistic but at least our hitters are seeing live pitching our pitchers are seeing live batters um, so you know those are kind of the limitations but you know we're still able to get quite a bit accomplished 
Well, that's certainly a good thing. I know, you know, you you would, I'm sure, love to be outside, and and hopefully you'll you'll be able to, as as you alluded to, the weather is supposed to warm up here in the next few days and get you a chance to to be outside more as the season quickly approaches. But you know, through handling maybe some adversity like that and not being in the most desirable practice situations leading up to the season, what has impressed you the most about how your team has handled that situation and how they've continued to work? Work, despite maybe you know not not getting in the work that you would have liked to at this point I mean every day they show up with a positive attitude I I really enjoy this team I really enjoy coming to practice every day um, they all have great attitudes the team chemistry has been very good and it's awesome to see you know I I, I know it gets old coming inside and um, but they they show up every single day ready to do what's asked of them, ready to put in work. Um, and, you know, they're doing everything they can. So it's been awesome to see them do that. Well, you're coming off of a year last season, 17-39 and 39 overall, five wins within the league, but you played your best softball at home. Nine wins on the schedule played uh, on your home field. So tell me, you know, what is different about this group and how they were able to, to protect the home field and how you look forward to improving that this season? You know, I think they just feel comfortable on our field. You know, obviously we practice out there every day. Um, They have their friends and family that are at the home games. They're able to sleep in their own beds. You know, I think they just show up and um, they would definitely like to play their best, you know, here at home. And they've done that over the past couple of years. It's it's certainly uh, exciting, you know. Protecting the home field is is important in in every sport, but softball, it's it's and baseball especially as well. Those two sports, it's very difficult to do that sometimes because it, the the fields are a lot more uniform in, in some places. But you have to also learn the the hops, right? The the infield, the outfield, <laughs> things like that. And I think maybe an advantage yeah. plays in there. Has has your team ha- had maybe an advantage in knowing the grass a little bit better than maybe the opponents would? Yes, for sure. I definitely think we have a home field advantage. You know, we know we know our field better than anybody. We know where it's going to take its hops, and uh, we know kind of, you know, the grass length and those types of things. So I think that definitely does help us while we're at home. Well, it's it's uh, an ex- it's a weird sport to to talk about, you know, the the grass and how that might play into things. But it's certainly an important aspect that you got to take into consideration. But I want I want to ask about you know the group as a whole and the the team as as you get ready for the season. What's maybe the biggest area you want them to improve upon for you know preparing themselves for the grind that is this year? Where is it fielding? Is it pitching? What 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 maybe simple aspect is is the one that needs to improve the most? before the start of the year? You know, I think that overall, um, in moving this program forward, I think our team chemistry needed to improve. I just think like having kids here for the right reasons, um, kids wanting to be good teammates, wanting to put their team first, I think that's where we needed to get going. And I definitely feel like we're heading in the right direction because with those things, it's amazing how many more ground balls you could field or how, how how much better you hit the ball, you know, when those other things are, are straight and stuff like that. Um, so I think that just getting good kids in here um, who who want to put the team first has been an important aspect in helping us move forward. Awesome. Got to have the kids to buy in, right? You can't be a team yes. if you're not together. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. 
Now, let, let's talk about the pitching, because that is obviously a big aspect uh, of the sport itself. But who are some of the key pitchers we need to look out for this season, and what stands out about them? Okay, well, we have um, two seniors, and Maddie DeWitt and Jackie Gold. They so, both saw a lot of time for us um, last year. Maddie's been here for four years. Jackie transferred in last year from Weber State. Um, they've both seen a lot of innings. Um, they seem to have improved with their confidence levels this year. I feel like they're very confident in what they're doing. I think that they know that they're going to have a defense behind them that's going to make plays for them, um, which, which helps build their confidence. Um, so they're going to be seeing a lot of innings for us. Um, we have Kenyon DeCourt transfer in from Crowder College. Um, I think she's going to definitely see a lot of innings for us. Um, she's, she's a tough competitor. We have um, Paula Zamacona. Um, she transferred in from Clarendon College, um, and she she has a very good changeup. Um, she's going to get out there and see some innings for us as well. But I think that we have four kids that we can really go to that give you different looks. Um, and, and I hope that we're going to have the defense behind them that's going to make plays for them as well. Now, defensively, then, who, who do we need to look out for there? Who are the key pieces in that defense behind the pitching? You know, I haven't exactly figured out the infield um, exactly yet, but um, we are returning um, quite a few kids that have a lot of playing experience. We're going to have an older, probably, infield. Um, we have Anissa Ramos. She's been a three-year starter at third base. She's coming back for her senior year. Um, Gianna Navarro has been a two-year starter at second base, um, and she's probably going to see quite a bit of time at shortstop. Um, we have Madison Kinez and Tori Wagner, both juniors. Um, they've seen a lot of time in multiple positions. They've been utility-type players for us, um, kids that we can move around the field. So, um, you know, they have quite a bit of experience as well. Um, we have sophomore and Alex um, Schneider. Um, she She's a kid that can play multiple positions as well. Um, so we're looking to find find a good fit for her. Caitlin Pratt, the senior, um, she's kind of she's played first baseman, played first base a little bit as a freshman. Then she got moved to the outfield. Now we kind of have her back at first base. Um, so she's another option. Um, we just have quite a few kids that we can we can mix around, move around to different areas, and, and hopefully we can find something that works. Again, we're joined over the phone by Newman head softball coach Andrea Gustafson previewing the start of the season, which will come in just a little bit over a week, February 2nd and 3rd at East Central in a four-game set. Coach, uh, before each season, the league releases a, a preseason poll, and this year you guys were tabbed in 13th in the MIAA, a very talented league in softball. I'm curious kind of your, your thoughts on that spot. Is it a bit of a motivator to be picked in that spot in, in the pecking order, and is this group of yours, you know, up to the challenge of proving the others wrong? Yeah, um, I think we've been predicted that every single year since I've been here. Um, you know, and it's not something that I really like to look at or talk about. Um, to me, preseason rankings or standings don't matter. And we're we're basically ranked in that because that's where we finished the last few years. Um, so I know that we're better than that. Um, I think this team knows that we're better than that, but it comes down to us putting everything together and coming out and playing like it day in and day out. Um, like I said, I think we have the kids that have the motivation and desire to want to do that. Um, but it's about coming out here every single day. You know, the days you feel good, the days you don't feel good, you still got to come out, show up and, and ready to play. So 
Um, like I said, I really enjoy coming out to practice with these kids, and, and I hope that this translates to the field and, and we can continue to move this program in the right direction. We'll have a great opportunity ahead of you this season with a challenging schedule in front of you. And you'll be you'll be taking on, as we mentioned, East Central to start the year, but you'll face teams like Southern Nazarene and you'll go to the Washburn tournament and face some really strong competition in that. And as we mentioned, the MIAA always is a tough challenge in and of itself. But when you look at this schedule you've put together, is it the right balance to you of you know good challenges and, and, and opportunities for this team to be successful? I know creating a schedule is kind of an art or a science uh, but it looks like you've got a healthy mix of of, you know tough competition and and good winnable ball games as well all put together yes for sure I I, like you said I think it's definitely you know an art to try and put it together to where you can you know try and get some games in there that, that hopefully you have a great chance of winning and giving your team some confidence but you know, you also you also are playing some tough teams, you know, that, that you better show up or, you know, good things aren't going to happen. But our conference is very tough. Um, so I think it's good that we're playing a good mixture of teams in there. Um, so hopefully we're prepared when conference starts because, you know, the conference teams, um, they're pretty good. So we need to be ready for that. Absolutely. Now, looking ahead, you have just a little bit more time to prepare for the start of the season. We, I know we talked about some of the things to focus on improvement-wise to make sure you're, you're ready to go. But when you're looking at rounding out the lineup, you know, finding who, who's going to start where and putting those pieces together over the next week, what do you need to see from some of your players to, to stand out and earn those last few starting spots? I'm confident. You know, I want kids to go out there and play with confidence, um, play to win. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, when kids struggle, it's because they're out there playing to not make mistakes. And when you play that way, you're going to make mistakes. Um, You know, this sport is a game of failure. We all know we're going to make mistakes. We all know, you know, as a pitcher, you're going to give up a bad pitch, a hitter, you're going to have a bad at bat. But I think the most important thing is to forget about it and move on learn from it. Um, You've got to learn to let things go in a hurry um, or else it's just going to eat you up. But um, I'm looking for kids that want to go out there and just play confident, play, be competitive um, and go out there and fight every single day. Now, coach, I want to get to know you as well before we let you go here. Uh, This is, is what year five for you here at Newman. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So five years, what maybe are you most proud of in the culture that you're building within this program and how you're continuing to push the, the group that you've got forward year over year? You know, I have some seniors that, you know, they, they were my first recruits here um, and they're seniors now. And I'm very proud of them for sticking through some of the tough times because we've had some tough times, you know, but they've stuck it out. They're great kids. They have great attitudes. I'm very proud of them for for sticking with us. And there's nothing more that I would like to see than to see them, you know, go out on a high note here. That's, that is awesome. I, I'm. It's crazy how quickly time flies like that, right? Your first recruits, and I, then all of a sudden they grow up and they're seniors. Yes, it, it is crazy because it, it the four years has flown by. I mean, they were just high school kids. You know, I feel like yesterday, and now they're they're seniors, almost ready to graduate. Now, previously, before coming to Newman, you had extensive experience in in the junior college ranks with working at Garden City and and a long time as well at Seward County Community College. What would you say maybe you learned most about coaching at the junior college ranks and and how it's kind of helped you as a coach? Because I, I know 
competitive, you know, how competitive junior college softball is, especially here in the state of Kansas. Yeah, um, you know, the, the times have changed. You know, I started at Seward County a long time ago. I don't even like to talk about how long ago that was, <laughs> but um, it, it was a while ago. And the times have changed. So I think that as you, as you go along as a coach, um, you have to adapt. You know, you have to yeah. learn to adapt to your players and adapt to, you know, the different things that are happening. And um, that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned. You know, I can't always do things the way that I used to. I can't always relay messages the way that I used to. I have to adapt with the kids and, and the way things are these days. And so that's probably one of the things that I've learned the most. That is that is a very interesting aspect that I, I don't even think I would have ever even considered but the game is always changing and you have to adjust on that that's really cool but coach the, the last thing I've got for you here in, in my you know research and looking up things about you to, to make sure I, I ask at least halfway decent questions you know I, I learned that you are a native of Corvallis Oregon but you played college softball at the University of Oregon in enemy territory, right, from where you grew up. Yes. So how did that yes. come about growing up in the shadows of Oregon State University and then taking your talents to playing at the University of Oregon and being a duck? Well, it's kind of crazy growing up in Corvallis. Um, you know, I was always an Oregon State Beaver fan, although it was rough at times because their athletics struggled at times. But at that time, Oregon kind of struggled as well. Um, my whole family, for the most part, graduated from Oregon State. Um, well, I ended up having the opportunity to play softball at Oregon, and uh, my my grandpa played baseball at Oregon State, so he was a diehard Beaver fan. When I played softball at Oregon, he went to every single game wearing duck gear, and I never thought in my life I would see my grandpa wearing Oregon gear. Um, but he showed up, he went there, and he supported us, and it was awesome. You know, there's rivalries in the family and stuff, but it was, I'm, I'm glad I ended up at Oregon because it was a great experience. Um, the people I met there were amazing and um, it, it was just a great time in general. That is awesome. And I know proud softball tradition up there in Eugene, Oregon as well. And I'm sure that helped to mold you as a player and then as a coach. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get to learn more about that with you over the course of the season. But coach, uh, on that note, I'll, I'll let you go. But thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and, and preview the season. Best of luck this year. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Andrea Gustafson, head coach of your Newman Jets softball team. They will open the year on February 2nd at East Central. Their home opener will be against friends on Valentine's Day, so circle your calendars for that. We'll take a quick break and be back with more on the JetCast right after this on the Newman Jets Audio Network. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Welcome back, Jackson Schneider, joined now by Newman Jets head men's basketball coach R.J. Allen here on the JetCast today. Coach, how we doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Just plugging away this time of the year. 
Yeah, it's it's a grind. I know it's it's the you know the middle or I guess now we're at the late portion of January. It's been a quick month because of how busy you guys have been. But lo- looking at you know the course of the season, ha- has it gone by quickly? Do you do you get into kind of that grind and look up every once in a while at the calendar and realize, oh man, we've been doing this for almost three months now? Yeah, it, it does. It just you know you kind of get in in. Uh... I guess a specific mode and, and you're just, you know, you're living, you know, game by game. And then you, you actually look at a calendar and you're like, Oh wow. It's, uh, you know, January the 24th or third or whatever day it is. And so it does kind of go by, um, you know, in the, in the process, it's weird because as you're preparing, um, for teams and you're, you're watching film like that is, that's the grind of it. And that seems like that just never stops. You've still got a good month or so left in front of you, and and I think that you know excites you and, and the team knowing that there's still plenty of opportunities in front of you. I know maybe a, a tougher weekend this past past couple of days with two really tough road tests at Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western, two teams inside of the top 25. Looking back at last weekend, Coach, what stands out to you on the film? You know, it. Obviously, it was a tough road trip for us, and um, like you said, you're playing, um, you know, two two really good basketball teams, uh, ranked opponents, and and so, uh, you know, I thought the physicality in both games, uh, you know, kind of gave us trouble, and uh, you know, so when you get back uh, to Wichita, uh, you get back to practice, you want to try to point out uh, through film and teach uh, areas and ways and which we feel like we missed opportunities um, and, and try to try to get better, uh, you know, credit to both basketball teams. They're both really good teams. And, you know, some of the things that they're able to do in the course of the game is really hard to simulate in practice, but nonetheless, you want to try to teach and take every moment, every opportunity you can uh, to, to help, uh, you know, get, get your club better. And, and, you know, with the idea and the thought process of, you know, kind of going through this tough period of time in our season and hopefully we can continue to grow and, and get better and so that we can, you know, make make run here late. Now, we've we've talked about the response from the team in practice coming off of tough games, and I know you've got a group mentally that is there and they're going to respond to those challenges, but in terms of, of you know, practice, execution, things you want to work on coming off of a tough w- a weekend like this, what have you seen this week and what do you still need to see as you approach Saturday? Well, I, I think once you kind of go through a weekend that we did, and, and you and you dissect everything that you possibly can, uh, you know. I think the the consensus as a staff was, you know, just kind of getting back to some of the basics. I think uh, you get to this point in the year, and um, there's your heavy game planning. Um, you know, you're trying to do the best you can to put your put you guys in the situation to be successful. Um, but I, I I do think you get to a period of time where. Um, you never want to ignore your foundation and, and, and what you kind of started the year on. And so for us this week, it's just really been a week about um, working on us um, as, as anything and just kind of getting back to some, some fundamentals and getting back to some foundation and principles that, that, that we taught way back in September and just revisiting those and making sure that uh, we have a, a solid 
understanding of roles and responsibilities and things of that nature because we feel like that's uh, going to be important, uh, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna get this thing uh, turned around. Well, you have a few extra days this week to to kind of do that, you know, go back to the basics and and work on those things that you mentioned, Coach. With no midweek in the schedule this week, you have you have the the Wednesday Thursday off that other teams within the conference will be playing. How do you use that extra time when you know? You, in a normal week, I guess, so to speak, you'd be preparing for another game, but you have that extra time now to focus maybe for Saturday and the upcoming matchup with Central Oklahoma. But do you, do you use that more towards focus internally? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just kind of what I touched on, it, it's you use this time to kind of go back to the basics, go back to the fundamentals, and, and you watch, um, you know, a lot of film and practice um, and, and show that to your guys and, and just kind of break it down and, and really be specific in, in what you're trying to get across. I think in the course of the year, as we, you know, you, you play a Saturday, you come back, you watch film. And then, you know, after that, it's, it's, it's in preparation for that midweek game. And then, you know, you, you're lucky if you have a couple days in between, a lot of times it's one day in clean and it's it's preparation for Saturday's game and so sometimes the the having that opportunity to get back to some of the basics and really focus on you um, more so than your opponent uh, you know you can kind of get going and 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 lose that aspect a little bit and so we wanted to make sure that we took this week um, in these extra days that we had to really you know kind of just work on the fundamentals man, and just get back to doing uh, you know, what it is that we feel like we're capable of doing and what we're trying to get accomplished on both ends of the floor. Do you feel like the, the extra time in between Saturday matchups allows the guys' bodies to get right as well? I know, you know, we talk about the grind of the conference season, two games in a week, and a lot of times it's that quick Thursday to Saturday turnaround. Having that few extra days, does that help them with, with their bodies and healing up and, and resting a little bit for what is – you know, ahead of you in this difficult stretch to finish the year? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I definitely think the, the you know, an extra day, um, you know, helps with that recovery. Uh, you know, these games, they come quickly. Uh, the league is extremely physical. And our season in general is just, it's long. And so you get to this point of the year, you get to late January, you get to February, and, and it, it starts to become – more of, of just managing bodies and, and, and trying to stay as fresh as possible. And I think everyone, um, everyone in the league is kind of going through the same thing. So you're not, it's not unique to just our guys. And so we, we, we try to, you know, in those normal weeks, we, we try to be mindful and, 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 and smart in practice as far as trying to keep guys as fresh as possible so that they can, uh, you know, empty their tank on Thursday nights and Saturday afternoons. Again, we're joined by Newman men's basketball head coach R.J. Allen. Coach, this year you you had some new members of the staff added in, and I know that can sometimes take a little adjusting, but you've had now three months to get to know Coach Gussie and Coach Macbeth and, and Coach Mitchell a little bit better. How do you feel like that growth as a staff has gone over the, this couple of months here and, and how you've grown together? Yeah, you know, it's... it's uh... I would have to think back, and I think this is probably the first since me actually uh, being named the head coach at Newman that I had a completely 
new staff. And so, you know, time, there's different years where, uh, you know, we've been fortunate coaches have, have moved on for, you know, uh, new opportunities. Uh, this year was a year unique in itself where, um, you know, it was, it was a situation where there were <laughs> three positions open. And so, uh, you know, work diligently to, do the best we can. I do the best I can. I guess I should say that to fill those and and that we did tremendous hiring three quality individuals. Um, obviously, with the with the new group and the new staff, there there's a learning curve uh, for everyone. Uh, as far I mean, as simple as terminology and things of that nature. But you know, I have three individuals that are um, dedicated to their craft. Uh, they're hardworking. Um, they're professional. They do a great job, and they're mentors and, and role models to our young people. And we don't we don't take that lightly. And so, uh, I've enjoyed getting to know them, working with them, uh, you know. And I think they've done a tremendous job this far, of uh, just you know jumping into our culture and, and uh, you know just being a part of our family. Now coming up. On Saturday, Coach, you, you match up with a very strong Central Oklahoma team that has gone through a little bit of a hiccup here lately, uh, kind of similarly to you, where they were going through a stretch where they played some great basketball but haven't maybe been up to their standard over the last week or so. What have you seen in Central Oklahoma on film, and what stands out to you about them? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think a lot of this is the league, man. It's the MIAA. It's uh you know, I think there's times where, you know, a team like Central Oklahoma or or even us or, you know, poor, like you just you, you, you fall on a rough patch and you might not necessarily be playing poorly. Um, you know, it's just these teams are really good and the margin of error between um these opponents, it, it, it's 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 not a large margin of error, and so mm-hmm. it, it could be a possession or two that is the outcome of a game. And so, um, you know, I know as well as anybody, uh, you know, the, these games are, are close, and, and uh, you you got to make sure you execute. And I think for them, um, you know, I don't think they're necessarily playing poorly, um, not at all. I think they've they've um, you know played some really good opponents and uh, you know Northwest and OS are as good as anyone um, you know and so they've they've, they've done a good job and, and they're gonna be a tall task they execute their their offense well um, they've, they've been you know throughout the, the year a really good defensive team which which can be physical and they use their length well um to to, to kind of pressure you and, and keep you out of the pain and give you different looks and so uh you know for us we we got to play well we got to play well i think there's two programs coming in that are that are you know desperately seeking a win uh to kind of get things going again and and um you know like i said for us we we have to execute uh we got to do a good job of taking care of the basketball and we got to you know move without the ball better than what we did this past weekend this game against Central Oklahoma begins the longest home stretch uh, during conference play for your team. So it's the first of three games in a row at Fugate Gymnasium, Coach. And, and we've talked a couple times over the course of the season about how playing at home seems to just give your group a little extra juice from the jump. But how do you channel that energy and, and use it to come out quickly, and, and, and especially in a game like this where you're facing an opponent who's who's up there with some of the best in the league? How do you get off to a quick start like this team will need? Yeah, you just 
I mean, I, I think you got to take it possession by possession. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you look at this deal, uh, just in t- the game and in its entirety, you break it down possession by possession, uh, media to media, um, you know, and, and collectively our guys, the message is do your job. Just do your job. Be responsible for your responsibilities um, and do them to the best of your abilities. And that's that's the message. And that's what we're going to, uh, you know, focus on because that's what we can control. And, and uh, you know, we feel like with that mindset and everyone working um, to, to, to do their job to the best of their ability will will help us hopefully get off to the start that, that that we want to get off to. And even if we don't, um, keeps us grounded so that we can continue to chip away and, and, and stay in games. And, and like I said, with this league being the way, way it is, you want to be right there uh, down the stretch so you can go win a game. And that's, that's the ultimate goal is to do everything to, to be able to go win a game. All right. Well, Coach Allen, thank you so much for the time. As always, greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to visit with us and to preview all the action. But best of luck this week, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. R.J. Allen, head coach of your Newman Jets, back in a moment here on the Newman Jet Audio Network. Dondlinger Construction is currently hiring qualified CDLA truck drivers, heavy equipment operators, and heavy civil concrete carpenters for projects in and around the Wichita metro area. Dondlinger Construction is employee-owned and offers competitive weekly pay and benefits. Quick start your new career and apply online at dondlinger.biz. That's D-O-N-D-L-I-N-G-E-R dot B-I-Z. Dondlinger Construction is an EEO-compliant employer. Veterans, women, and minorities encouraged to apply. Final segment of the JetCast today here on episode number 109 of our Newman Jets podcast. And boy, we've had a fun show today. We visited early on in the show with Amy Briggs and Jaden McMillan. And then we talked some softball with head coach Andrea Gustafson as they get set up for the start of their year beginning on February 2nd. So that is just a little over a week away for Coach Gustafson's crew as they'll begin the year at East Central for a a four-game set over two days, and then we'll finally get to see them back in action here in Wichita on Valentine's Day. Uh, But also, always, a great chat with R.J. Allen, the head men's basketball coach of your Newman Jets. He is a open book when it comes to all things things Jets basketball whether that's the X's and O's or a peek behind the curtains talking about his coaching staff and how they've grown together over the course of this season just a great set of interviews as a whole and I really enjoyed this week's episode of our show and I hope you did as well I do want to remind you though before we close up shop that beginning Thursday night on the 25th at 7 o'clock inside a Fugate Gymnasium. The Jet Wrestling team will be playing host to Fort Hayes State in a duel, so be sure to attend. That will be a ton of fun as the Jets host the Tigers. And then on Saturday, it'll be a doubleheader of basketball action as the women and the men of the Jet Basketball programs will host Central Oklahoma in a big-time set of MIAA matchups. So looking forward to that. We'll have coverage on our Newman Jet audio network of both of those games, as well as the video feed on the MIAA network. Our coverage will start at about 1.15 p.m. on Saturday and carry you all the way through both matchups. So looking forward to that. But again, uh, I am Jackson Schneider saying thanks so much to Andrea Gustafson, Amy Briggs, Jaden McMillan, and RJ Allen for joining me on the show today. We'll see you next time here on the JetCast.